911, what's your emergency? In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. She was kidnapped when she was five years old. We legally murder human beings. On death certificates of prisoners executed by the state, the cause of death is listed as homicide. Amanda sitting next to April here and Lindsay. Hi. Hello, guys. <laughs> oh, hater. Hater, hater, hater. Wasn't that, is that, What's is up, that, you guys? Is that tool time? Was it tool time that the neighbor, hater, isn't there a neighbor, hater, or is it Flanders in. from Simpsons that does? I think it's a, an array of all of it. <laughs> There's so many. There's one There's character so I swear that only did that. Point it. <laughs> Every time we do it, I'm like, wait, who said that? But um, yes, hello, welcome. Hello. How was everybody? How was this last week? This it last was a week. Yeah. It it's was for sure a It week. was a weird week. My body yeah. didn't feel right this week. Same. I've had weird back pain. Like just my stomach not up to par and I've been doing everything, you know, my normal. I don't know. And then just, yeah, mood. It's like the I... full moon was last week. Right. So I don't know. It's just carrying on, but it's been a weird feeling this week. And I like, haven't just... had a soda in a while, so I've had like a headache every day. That's fucking good. Wait, you're almost there. You'll get. And I yeah. jumped on you'll, the, you'll get there. I jumped on the eating healthy-ish bandwagon, do so it, I've man. been like watching. You'll what... literally feel good. I can't do like out. macros or micros or whatever, no, but I watch my to, calories you don't need to and do my sugars. Shit. It's and all my about carbs. the calories, calories you put in, and then what your ex putting. That's all that yeah. diet. That all that being healthy is. I mean, yeah, eating healthy is you not want a calorie deficit. And yeah, processed foods and fucking fast food. That's another place is just cutting out your soda, cutting out that shit that you could still eat. You could eat two thousand calories a day if you you know chicken you know eat all the good stuff. You could overload yourself on that, and you more than likely wouldn't gain weight or be an overweight person. You probably wouldn't be necessarily yeah, in shape. I know, but, but I'm trying to go yeah. to Florida. It's good, and my husband's getting chiseled, and I'm just like over here, like I just want my stomach to look like it looks when I lay down flat. We'll do you know, <laughs> my recommendation. You know, when you lay down flat, your, you like still yeah. have a little curve, but it's yeah. not like just focus. Blah. Honestly, my personal opinion is if you can focus on your protein. Like legit, just looking into certain ones. I don't know if you like cottage cheese or if there's like I do like Okios. Eaten a lot of makes cottage that triples the triples carrots. Yes, triple zero yeah. Greek yogurt. Greek yogurt is fucking bomb for like treat everything. I don't Anyways. like Greek yogurt. It's terrible. Oh, okay, I, I love like... the vanilla one only with this brand, and I use it with mixtures. I don't eat it plain. I'll have like strawberries and granola in it. Stuff like that. It's a little too sweet. But I've been doing like anyways, yogurt and bananas. Yeah, and yeah. Fru- fruit it up. Make fruit I your sugar. I could live on bananas. Oh, so I love fruit. I, well, I, I love live bananas, on but bananas. I love fruit. Good. Well, good for you. That's awesome. And water, 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 uh, yeah. which is the hardest fucking. It was. Do you it know is, why was the drinking so much life. water is such a pain in the ass? Because you have to pee so much. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And I've had kids. So, like, I'm drinking all this water, and then, like, you know, like, I'm mixing Cajun rub at work, and all of a sudden I have to sneeze, oh. and I have to hurry and make sure I cross my legs so I don't pee myself. Or it hurts you. you know, it hits right? you so hard mom, that if you don't go pee right then and there, life. you're going to piss your pants. Do you guys ever hold your pee for so long you get sick? No. I can't. I physically Maybe can't. that's just me. If I, if I feel like I have to go pee and You're I don't weird. go. Yeah. 
You're weird. Well, no, uh, no. Let me justify this well, by saying. Well, it does hurt you. Like, it does make let you, Let me like, justify this by saying, when I'm at work, I don't necessarily always have the opportunity to go when I need to go. Yeah. So I literally have to, like, truck it through sometimes. And I'm just like, fucking Christ. Yeah, no. I will physically pee my pants. If I don't go within, like, I would say, maybe give myself 10 minutes. Maybe when that hits me. Yeah. I swear to God, I have no control. Like, I got to kegel it up some more. Because I have no control and... I will even start like as I'm walking to the bathroom. You have to like hold your legs right, or else I'm like I'm gonna pee a little bit. It's really I'll mine's talking really about peeing. bad. I, I might need to go. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, same. We are way off. Anyways, anyways, anyhow, again, especially today. It's like every day, every okay. episode we they get a reason for why we're a hot mess. Yeah, and why we it's are who true. we are. So it's very true. What are we talking about today? You, so you told us I'll be really this week. Google. Yeah. I do you research. do you did you look at anything, Lindsay? Amanda said she didn't actually look anything up since she doesn't think she knows this one. Um, I like the element of surprise okay i looked at so, the pictures yeah. you sent and i was oh, like yeah when you told us about it i was like i think this sounds familiar and then you sent the pictures and i was like yeah no this is not yeah what I was no thinking. so this is a survivor story and I this is it. like mind-blowing to me how well it's just like everything the human body like how we like how she's like the survival of all of it it blows my mind but then the, also what happened to her is awful and horrific so that's um, awesome yeah <clears throat> this is the horrific survivor story of Mary Vincent. Okay. So, she, you know, she's been on like the I Survivor. She's got discovered like a lot of podcasts. So that's why I just say I think more people will probably know um, once we start talking about it because it's kind of been around. Um, yeah. So uh, Mary Vincent was 15 years old at this time. It was basically like 1978. Okay. Um, her parents, so she's from uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. So they live in Las Vegas, Nevada. Her parents are casino workers. And it's just kind of been like the family thing. I know that life. <laughs> yeah. Same. And but now um, I'm even more confused because I lived in Vegas. Yeah. How do I not know this story? Well, it didn't necessarily happen in Vegas. Like, she's just from there. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, so she didn't want to do that. She didn't want to go to the casino life. She didn't want to do any of that shit. And so, and she was a little bit more of a rebel. She started skipping school. She just, it's 1978. Like it's the later seventies, almost into the eighties. You know, people did things a lot different at a lot younger ages back then. Yeah. I mean, with, with Fair. being out really late, doing whatever with friends, like it just wasn't a time we didn't even really, I don't think even yet. I think it's like one year later we found out about serial killers. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It was Which like, is fucking it's crazy. so crazy that like things just weren't, you didn't mm -hmm. notice Ted Bundy had already you know um so she decided that you know she said fuck it she quit school and she told her parents she was leaving and she went to go she had a boyfriend at the time she went to go live in his car and at this time they he wanted to go to Sausalito, California. What so they went to live in his car. 1978. Well, that's totally normal for the times. Yeah. 15, go live in 15, your no, really bus. Yeah. Oh, and, and hitchhiking. That's a big thing about this story. Yeah. Like okay. That was that's a big a normal, thing back then. normal. So they're like, fuck it. We're going to go live in Sausalito, California. But it was becoming like Get the it. end of summer. -er. It was, it was into the summer. And I mean, I guess when you're 15, you just. Sometimes I you mean, just live in your life. Young, you want to do whatever you want. Yeah. Like it doesn't bother you to sleep in a car wherever you are and like live off the streets. But she didn't last very long. I'm assuming this is probably maybe August or it doesn't really say that. But anyways, he gets arrested. There's a warrant out for his arrest and he, her boyfriend gets arrested for rape charges. Not against her, but gets arrested <laughs> for rape charges. And he's not even the attacker in this situation, by the way. And uh, then he was taken to jail. So then she's 
just completely on her own. Mm -hmm. Completely on her own. In another state. So, um, yeah, I I put in here, which is weird, and he's not the attacker. Anyways, (laughs) I love my little notes that I've got up in here. Um, So, yeah, learning some hard lessons already in life, too. I think, you know, she's like, okay, fuck this. So she probably did it for a little bit longer. I can't imagine it being months and months because in the time frame, it was probably a couple days a week maybe, and she was like, I can't. I've got to try to make it back home. So she, it was a uh, morning of September, 1978. Okay. So she's learning some really hard lessons in life right now. Fair. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Obviously. And then she right. couldn't, she couldn't, she couldn't make this very long. She couldn't do this on her own. She was literally, mm. she didn't even have a car at this point. Cause it was her boyfriend's car. Could you imagine how scared she would have been to just like, first she's with someone like showing her the road. That she so, loves. You know, right, madly in love with. And then all of a sudden it's like, bam, flat on your And you're nowhere your near life. your own hometown oh, or yeah. anybody that you know. I can't know. even imagine. Yeah. So she left. She was actually in Berkeley at that point because it says that she left Berkeley to go home. There is a couple different cases, however. Some people say she said she was going to Las Vegas to go home. Other people say she was going to Corona, California to visit her grandfather and stay with him because she didn't want to go home. One case I read, they say she made it back to Vegas, not to her house, just back to Vegas. And then she took off to Corona. Okay. So somewhere probably that she was probably heading in the direction of being with family somehow. But there is the Las Vegas with her family, mom and dad and Corona where her grandfather lived. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously she didn't make it to the grandpa anyway. So they know like like they're not sure exactly where she was heading. So the morning of September 29th, um, a merchant seaman is what I put in here. Fucking piece of shit is what he is. A merchant seaman by trade. His name is Lawrence Singleton rolling around in his fucked up van because of course he's going to have like a, a white creeper van like, a creeper van, like old school fucked killer. up yeah we're gonna call those kidnapping vans from <laughs> right. here on out oh yeah i still see those and i'm just like ooh. and this one was like when you look at pictures it's like it's like Bad especially vibes. when they're <laughs> an ice cream truck man oh, yeah those ones oh, get yeah. me or they're just but this one's like i don't think it had back windows but it's like it was also old and rusted outside Gross. and kind of the fatter butt like when you see the picture it's just it's I, one I of those vans picture, that is just yeah. fucked you're fucked if that comes over by you, so please <laughs> run. Um, so he pulls up. Mary's actually standing on the side of the road with two other nameless, they don't ever name these people, two other nameless hitchhikers. So they're all waiting, heading to go head towards. So this is where it's kind of confusing, but you would go through Ve- L.A., I'm assuming, maybe, or Vegas to L.A., because she, she talks about going to Vegas or to Corona, <clears> but <throat> then all of them are waiting just to head to L.A., so heading okay. that direction. So it's all about the same area. Um, so he pulls up next to them and he immediately is just like points out Mary and like asks her her name and he goes, I only have room for one in this van and I will only take her. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Red flag. Red she flag. Nobody went, what do you have so, in there? No, 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 no. So yeah. And so they, the hitchhikers were like, oh, so at first though, she said, but where are you going? And he said, oh, well, I'm going to Reno. And she was like, oh, no, thanks. Then I'm actually needing to head to LA. We're all going to go try to go that direction. And you're going the opposite. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, no problem. I'll just go there. I got nothing going on and I'll turn around and drive back home. Mm, red flag. <laughs> so yes. And she's only 15, bless her soul. And she's probably just exhausted about life at this point. So she, well, and at that age, and he's you an have older a older certain... man to her. Like, I think he's only in his 40s when this happened. But when you're 15, that's old as shit. No, you look old. No, you look yeah, old. Yeah. 30 looks old. So mm-hmm. he looked like an old, fat, harmless man. And like, that's what she says, too. Well, that, and when you're 15, I don't care who you are, where you're from. When you're 15, you have, as a 15-year-old girl, you have that certain about, 
you're naive. Yeah. Like, he like won't you hurt think me. You he know wants all, to help me. Yeah, I need like, to get this guy's home. being genuine. Because, but both the hitchhikers were like, motherfucker, do not. They flat out. And they, because the police eventually found these hitchhikers and were able to get their testimony. Oh, that's and good. He, they were like, we told her, do not get in that van. It will not be good. Like, do not get in with him. And she just said, fuck it. I'm going to do it. So. She needed an adult. Yeah. But don't forget, you guys, this is a survivor story. So they didn't really seal her fate with like, you're going to fucking die if you get in that van. But they still called it. Anyways, they were they were probably older, too. I didn't you couldn't really find that info. I wonder if I felt like they were maybe a little bit older people. So mm-hmm. they're not 15 like her. Probably like, not by so they're, much, they're probably in their, their 20s, 20s at that time. together. Even but, if they were in their 20s. like. But but still, like probably know a little bit more about life than she does. Right. Uh, For sure. So anyways, that's where mm-hmm. they were. So Because they said don't get in the van. Yeah, and so, oh, and he also, of course, does the whole, yeah, I I will totally, I have a daughter your age. I would not want her to be out here by herself and trying to get home and nobody help her, which he did have a daughter her age, but he had nothing to do with him because his wife divorced him and took the daughter and ran away many years ago because he is a alcoholic abuser, Mm. a raging alcoholic. So, anyways, he got her in with that, too. Reeled her in a little bit more. Which would work on a 15-year-old girl. Yep. So, and she's like, screw it. I just, yeah, I want to get home. So they get in. It's pretty quiet for the first little while. There isn't a whole lot of, there's no conversations going on. And she sneezes at one point and kind of leans herself forward, you know, as you sneeze. Mm -hmm. And he reaches over and kind of like grabs the back of her neck. It doesn't sound like it was hard. It was just kind of like a creepy way and tried to pull her in close to him. And yeah. he was telling her, I need to make sure you're not sick. I'm trying to make sure you can't, you're not going to get me sick, which is a bullshit fucking lie. He immediately was ready to put his hands on her. Yeah. Yeah. And so she immediately lean, you know, leans over to the side of the window and is like, don't touch me. Like, you know, I don't, I don't like that. She was nice about it. You know, polite, I'm sure. So she tries to like curl up as far away as you fucking can in this van up against a window and um, she falls asleep. So, which I'm sure she's fucking exhausted at this oh, point. Oh, man. So she falls asleep. And when she wakes up, she doesn't know how long or like how far. She's not how, quite sure. Yeah. She doesn't know how long she's been out. I'm assuming because it was still daytime during all of it, you don't know a huge concept of time. Like, oh, the sun wasn't setting. It wasn't dark. So she just is like, I don't know, have any idea. But she did notice immediately that they were not driving the right way. They were heading back towards Reno. So he okay. had turned around at some point when she was sleeping. Um, and then, okay. Yeah. She didn't know. Uh, so yeah, Reno. And then that's a red flag. So she immediately says something to him though. She immediately says, Hey, and calls him out. And she's like, you are not taking me towards LA. You turned around while we were sleeping and you're heading the wrong way. I need you to turn around right now and do what you told me you were going to do and help me and take me home. So I'm sure she gets a little bit more assertive. Right. Yeah. Cause she's just like, uh Oh. And you know, at this point she's not feeling great about her decision. She's feeling like something, something's happening. She's like, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's like, what is she going to do? Get out wherever she is. Like, I mean, did they ever stop for gas or anything? Like he probably so, okay, did while okay. she was so, sleeping. Yeah, maybe he might be prepared uh, okay. for that. He probably has a fucking gas can. I was in gonna his say van. that, and those vans have he really has like big a gas it's like yeah. a murder van. I swear, even murder though van, he that's didn't a bet. really I like that term better. Yeah, they become a murder van these days. Not they're not so much kidnapping kids. It's murder, murdering people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so. They, yeah, so, so like, what's she going to do about it? Um, not, and shortly after that, he needs to pee. Huh. So he pulls off a side road, not just off to the side of the main road that because they're on. Because guys can pee anywhere. Yeah. 
Well, he could just, but there's obviously a reason. It's right. like, hello. So, um, goes down a side road, pulls off down there. They both get out of the car, which I don't blame her because I think she just wanted to not be in that van anymore. And but she also I was like, I would have myself how to drive. Yeah, <laughs> right. Or, yeah, also like, hey, I, I, I still need to get home. And fucking, yeah, yeah, I can't be out here in the desert by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. she's really stranded at this point. So. She also kind of starts kicking in with this, uh, well, listen, if he tries anything right now, so she was obviously getting the sense that fucking something was about to happen. You know how your body probably naturally instincts this. That flight or Um, flight. She started in her head going, well, I can run faster than him. I'm way smaller. I'm a lot faster. There's no way he could catch up. So we're okay out here. I'm okay out here. As long as I can run away from him, mm-hmm. we'll be okay. And he, I think he was like maybe around the van peeing or like they weren't necessarily next to each other at the moment. Cause at some point he gets in his van in a sense. So she realizes, however, when she looks down, her shoelaces are untied. Oh. Fucking horror story. And in her, her brain, her brain, she untied. goes, my shoelaces need to be tied in order for me to run away if that's what's going to happen. Which I get that she went that direction. My direction goes the opposite. Like, if I need to get away from this motherfucker, I'm running out of my shoes. Oh, and then yeah. I'm gone. But, See, but me, she's not I would be like to. out in the she's desert. She's going to check herself while he's off peeing. She's kind of getting herself situated. Being out in the desert, you'd want your shoes. No, for sure. So she's like, I just need to tie these and then I'll feel better. Well... As soon as she bent down to tie them, he hit her over the back of the head with a sledgehammer. Yes, you guys heard me right. I said a sledgehammer to the back of her head. How does anybody survive something like that? So immediately that's already going on. Uh, You know, your head's being pounded in by a sledgehammer. So obviously knocks her the fuck out. She's she's alive, but knocks her out. So when she, when this poor 15-year-old girl wakes up, She's tied up in the back of his van. I'm sure she's probably like, God only knows what kind of tied up. Um, and immediately sticks his disgusting penis into her mouth oh, and says that if you don't do everything I tell you, I will kill you. Wow. Which at this point you're going to believe. So, because... Oh, yeah. No, she <clears throat> she knows that she just is survival mode even at this moment. She doesn't realize it till later on. But so... He proceeds to drive into more deserted area at that point, and he just continually rapes her all night long in every way, shape, or form you can think of. And then, so, you know, just all that fun stuff. Oh, he was also making her, I forgot to say, at one point, before they got out to pee, he was drinking, like, a liquor concoction out of a milk jug. So he started downing alcohol and then he had to pee. So you could kind of see that started too. like once she, I think once she said, I need you to turn around and we need to go back the other way. He started drinking, he turned around, but he started drinking. So I think that kicked in. She's going to start fighting. He starts making her drink this shit too. So throughout the night, he's making her drink this. He's raping her. And then, you know, she's like passing out and going in and out of consciousness. Plus she has a head injury. Like, hello. God. So when she wakes up, it's morning, like it's sunlight. And he's laying next to her and it kind of just goes right to like, he must've just woke up at the same time and he immediately throws her out of the van, like rips her out of the van and he uncuts her, like uncuts the ties Mm -hmm. and she just starts begging for her life. Um, like, Hey, I, you know, I, I don't even know who you are. Like we're in the middle of nowhere. Like, just let me, just let me stay out in the desert. Like, let me try, you know, like I, I have no way of, you know, finding you anything like that. And he's like, all right, you want to be free? I'll let you be free. So he walks to the back of his truck. 
He comes around the corner and he has a hatchet in his hand. <sighs> and I, I, from what I know, and I'm sure she's just, I can't imagine hangover, head injury, naked, being tortured all night kind of and like you're laying there like her first instinct wasn't to like get up and run she probably fucking couldn't right so she's laying on the ground begging for her life so he comes over there um let's see i just want to make sure i get the right side uh so he comes over there and holds her down and ups the hatchet in his hand and she goes to reach up to grab his arm and she does to stop him and he cuts her fucking arm off Oh my God. And she doesn't know because she feels like a weird sensation, like she's falling or something's happening. Oh my and God. she looks up, you guys, and her hand is gripping his forearm, no longer attached to her body. <sighs> then he proceeds Jesus. to hold her down on the other side and three hatchet swings to cut off that arm. And I think they're mostly like one was so like, like right above the elbow say- and the other one's right below the elbow. So the one he did is, I think she had her arm up, grabbed his arm, and he cut, like, right through the bicep. And then the other one, he was holding her down, and that one was, like, more right below. These girls are watching me, but it's, like, right below her elbow. Oh, my God. So now she has both arms cut off. And, oh, that's not enough. That's not enough. So he's, like, she's got to die, and I can't have her on the side of the road. I also can't take her body in my car. So he picks her up and throws her down a 30-foot fucking ravine (gasps) that was right there on the side. She breaks like four ribs down the way. Now, she is at this point completely motionless. Uh, She's alive. She's probably not coherent. She's probably passed out. You wouldn't think she was alive. You wouldn't think she was, but she was enough to where he thought. She was dead. But he threw her down there and thought, okay, she's down there. You know, she's not going to live that. Still wasn't enough for him. He went down the ravine grabbed her body and shoved her in a cement uh the cement ring the, the tube. like a tunnel like, yeah. like a tube a cement tube then shoved her body in it <sighs> and he walked back up put her arms in the back of his truck and drove off he took her arms oh yeah what the actual fuck so yeah that fuck poor me so fuck me right now like Keep oh going. my gosh oh man yeah okay so <clears throat> She's lying there. She's a she. She said she was awake during it, like enough to know that like she can oh, recall she was falling. what happened. He shoved me in here because oh, I forgot the best fucking part of this piece. Seriously, people do not deserve to have trials. Nothing. They deserve to fucking be shot in their forehead or tortured. I think something. They deserve something besides this jail time. He put a shoved her in the cement thing and then said, "Now you're free, bitch." And she heard him. So she had that in her head. So she was like alive this whole time. Wow. She said that out of nowhere, she doesn't know. She's like, I just keep hearing voices saying, you can't fall asleep. You cannot fall asleep right now. You've got, you've got to survive. You've got to, you know, you cannot die. It just kept saying that over and over again. And then she said that she's like, and then I just thought he's going to do this to somebody else. He's going to do this to some other girl. And I can't have that. I can't have that. So I have to stay alive. Climbs out without either arm. She's got stubs now at this point. Well, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Why is she not bleeding out? She is. That's my question. This is why this story and her human body. Well, here's one thing. I think if the one was right above the elbow, you're probably closer to hitting the main brachial artery 
but it's not like up inside your bicep by your armpit is where it's like the largest, like you can feel your heartbeat. Yeah, but there so is a vein in blood. that yeah, left arm that goes straight to your oh, heart. Oh, there still is, for sure. And then the other one was a little bit lower, so it's more of a forearm. I don't know. I'm telling you, the human body and how she survives this is mind-blowing to me. Because listen, just wait. She had to have clotted because of the dirt on the oh, way down. Probably. So I think some of that, and when she got out, she was still bleeding. So she shoved them into mud. She shoved both of her arms into mud, hoping to help clot the blood more. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So, and then she realizes she can hear cars because she's just down the ravine from the road. Well, the, so the, from the side road and then the main road just over to, to her left. When they said you have to stay awake, that was just something she was hearing in her it head. It was literally hallucinations. There's nobody okay. down there. Nope. Not actual people. No, I was no. thinking you were about to tell me like somebody oh. came across her body somehow. No, 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 like, no, no. no. Okay. She just said it. Somebody said, you know, she doesn't know. So huh. she realizes she's got to make it up this ravine to, to get the there. road. So the ravine is about three miles is what they said. So I don't know how 30, I don't, 30, 30 feet. Okay. I don't think that, that's what they said. They said it was, Oh, maybe the whole journey was three miles once she got all the, anyways, she made it up the 30 foot ravine, but it took her three hours. Okay. So again, your body is still bleeding out and stuff. Three hours and broken well, ribs. Naturally oh, your blood but would you clot. Would, you would. And if you had like dirt and mud helping to like, it would probably, I mean, it's, it's still possible. And probably adrenaline at this point. Oh, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> for sure. She hasn't hit her down. She just kept going and going mm-hmm. and i think it was about to settle in it's like her own brain was like get the fuck up and move or else you are gonna die right here yeah so she makes it up the ravine and she she's you know covered in blood obviously naked covered in blood missing both of her arms she starts walking down the side road towards the main road and she realizes too that like fucking muscles and shit are starting to fall out of her arms like tissue oh. so she is walking down the road naked like carrie you know fucking blood all the way down holding her arms up in the air so that to she can help stop the bleeding and keep things from oh. falling and that that right there having having those above her head like well, above her, her heart level so much I can't, okay, I keep can't. going. It'd keep be, going. The sledgehammer to the head alone would knock me out for the rest of my. I mean, she was probably easily out for twelve hours after that. Oh my gosh. So yeah. So she's holding them up. So, but you can also imagine what this fucking looks like on the side of a road. Oh god. Oh yeah. yeah. So she makes it to the main road. A convertible of two guys comes, starts coming down the road, and drives past her and does not stop. <sighs> So now you can immediately be like, what? And she said later on in the court and testimony, she was like, I don't blame them. She's like, could you imagine what that would look like on the side of a road? Like it's like they probably didn't even they thought they probably imagined it, that it was some weird fucking alien thing. I mean, she's like, so I don't blame them. But like the podcast I was listening to was like. Uh, no, because we're human beings. And even though that might be a shock, like I hope to God I would stop and help somebody, even if oh, they're yeah. missing every one of their limbs. Like for sure. And if she's you see like, a I hope child that follows that them state. for a little bit in their life, like that they didn't stop to help. Like they, you know, you never know their story. It could have been terrifying, but you would think they would at least even pull up way far away. Like, wait, what did we see? What's going on? Was that real? Right. They just drove. They just right. kept driving. So of course she immediately just goes like, is that it? I've just done all of this. And those one people are going to be the ones that were going to survive. You know, I was going to help me survive. And now I have nobody. So, but she's like, I just got to keep moving. She's just keeps walking. And a couple <laughs> on their honeymoon oh, dear had God. taken a wrong turn and made Aww. it down the side street Aww. and they came up on her. So they 
immediately got out of their fucking car, have blankets, stuff, wrap her up. All she can keep saying is he raped me. He raped me. She can't say anything else. She can't get anything else out. And they drive, um, they drive to like the nearest little town or basically the nearest phone that they could get to because mm-hmm. there's not cell phones. Yeah. Right. To sure. call 911. So this bitch fly flights to hospital, makes it there, is probably out. Like you said, it was probably like a day, like 24 hours. Mm-hmm. They bandaged her up and everything. Like I said, that was her injury. So the arms, she had that injury to the head from the, and then four cracked ribs. So, which wow. to me still is like... And the trauma of, of everything it's that It's a lot of injuries, happened. but she also, I was like, wow, she actually came out of there too, like... It's fucked it, up to it say, feel but like, like it should have been doing worse. this and doing this. I just feel like, you know, she should have had a broken arm and that's or a broken why leg. She's or... able to concentrate on her arms only. She didn't have broken legs or hips or anything where she could still walk. Ribs would probably hurt. But at this point, you don't have your arms. So I can imagine that pain is absolutely nothing. Like she didn't feel any of that at that moment. Yeah. Right. But she wakes up immediately and says, get the fucking cops in here right now. And she gives a sketch description which that is also something that it happens a lot. They do the descriptions. I know I can't. They do the descriptions, but it doesn't usually catch somebody. No. It's usually like narrowing down or like, you know, if people have kind of seen that, do you have more people that remember? Anyways, they posted on the news that night and his neighbor, his neighbor. No way. Yeah. Immediately. The, no shit. She, yeah. Some lady, she, uh, she immediately recognizes that it's him. He has like some weird, he's gross, like bulbousy, large troll nose, like gross. And so it, it's pretty like, she was able if to tell the sketch artist. Right, right. saw the sketch, mm-hmm. you'd be able to so go, they found I know him that guy. And arrested him. And you know, his story was not this. Obviously. But how do you explain any yeah. of that? His story was that he picked up three hitchhikers one was Pedro, one was Larry, <laughs> motherfucker, and then her. And that they all went to the nearest town and got really drunk and were smoking a bunch of weed that she offered because she is a, quote, $10 whore a night. Oh wow. And then he said, I woke up, or I wasn't driving, they were driving my van. I woke up in the van and they were all gone. So I don't know what happened to her. That was his story for all of this. Oh, that's so, interesting. But they find evidence, it was obviously in his van, and then they found one of arm. her arms? Well, I, they didn't necessarily say they found blood, so I don't know, but he one arm was thrown off the San Francisco, like the Golden Gate Bridge. How do we know that? They found it. What? So they that's found one crazy. arm. They found one of her arms. And then he had a bunch of her stuff at his house. So this mm. motherfucker drops off the arms. Oh, he cut off her arms so that nobody could identify her. So her hands. That was the whole point of cutting off the hands. No fingerprints. No, or the arms was no fingerprints. And then that way, I think it was more of once he did it, he was like, oh, fuck. I was actually good because I now she, I don't think he at that moment went, oh, I need to chop off her arms to not identify her. Like he was trying to torture her and murder right. her. Yeah. But anyways, he threw those off, but he had, a, he drove straight home after this and had all of her stuff at his house. And I like listen to some people on their podcasts or like the discovery and they're like, why? Like, that's such an idiotic. I'm like, he's a fucking stupid ass killer. Like he thought that she would never be found. He doesn't give a shit. None of us thought she'd make it to the top of the hill. He thinks she's dead and he thinks he's like, hell fucking yeah. And he doesn't care. But I think he was also keeping some souvenirs when he has her shit. He can keep a lot of serial killers. do. Well, and if you thought that she was dead and that, 
she was not going to be found, or if she was, she was not going to be identified because you cut her hands off and threw one of them off the Golden Gate Bridge. Did he not think about dental records, you fucking idiot? Oh, yeah. He's, I mean, they didn't really have much of that Back stuff then. then but though, he, think oh, about that it. True. That, they didn't that even stuff have, wasn't computerized. They didn't really have fingerprinting then either. Like, they would have to manually look at people's fingerprints. fingerprints. Like, he, like, computers he, weren't a he thing. He was back just then. making shit up. That's why he said that the one guy's name was Larry because he still had to put himself in this because he did do it and he loved it and he's reliving it. That's my personal opinion. So he throws a Larry oh. character in there. Like right, you couldn't have thought right. of any other names. You have Pedro and Larry. Yeah, I'm pretty right. sure. And he goes by Larry, even though his name's Lawrence. Right. So it's like, you motherfucker, you put that in there too because you're piece you of shit. You inserted yourself into <gasps> it. Here's so, the thing. This is what I think though. I don't think he, I feel like he had intentions of harming her, but I don't feel like he had ten, like intentions of killing her. I don't think but his I think goal was to cut off his hands. think one thing led to another, and yeah. he, in his drunken well, stupor... it's the alcohol. It's the alcohol. Right, right. Because he drunken didn't have the stupor. balls until he started drinking. Exactly. I mean, he could have had plans to kill her after he raped her and tortured her and all that, but then Maybe. she she came out and was like, Listen. He definitely wanted to reel her in. To mm-hmm. like him and he then be to able coach to her. And be right, able to right, rape right, her right. and maybe keep her and maybe groom her. He'd probably right. eventually. For him, he'd probably but... eventually kill her. But you're right. He probably didn't have this full on plan. He had a bunch of tools in the back of his car. That was just a normal just thing. Like, He's like right, a handyman. So oh, that's why he had the sledgehammer. That's right. why he had all of it. You so, as a handyman, let's be real. If you had a handyman service out of a big old van like that, you are literally driving a murder van because handymans are going to have things yeah, like tarps and duct tape. But and a hatchet? Rope. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Like, oh, I need, I need a handyman to cut my fucking steak. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, but like, okay, I'm I getting ready to remodel. Kids. I'm going to use a big sledgehammer to knock down a wall. Right, but the knife. Yeah. He probably just has it to have it. He's just a There are two knives creeper. in my minivan. He's a creeper. Pocket knife. So, knives. but listen, you guys. Uh, one of them is, is a pocket sadder. knife. I know. But do you have a hatchet in your fucking minivan? <laughs> no, I have a machete. That's okay, true. but that's different. It says Lorraine. It's just a little longer. It's a little it's, different it's than a hatchet. It's the Lorraine Bobbitt edition. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. We found it in a storage. Um, well, no, actually, that's in the trailer. The yeah, it's the replica of the one that she used. That's Anyways, so we found it in a storage unit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, yeah. so it's, it's it was in the back. It's very handy for <clears throat> fine, cutting twigs My for camping. My dad always told me to keep knife in the car. I usually keep his... Survivor knife in the car. And I have like a screwdriver, a, gun, a Leatherman, a knife, right. a machete, a hatchet, a, a tire jack. <laughs> no, he obviously just Passion. had. I can't imagine. It was probably a Texas <laughs> chainsaw back of his van. He probably had a fucking chainsaw oh, in the back dude, of his right? van. So this, it, it doesn't necessarily get worse, but it kind of does. It gets like hurt. So fucked up what people have to go through in life. And she's actually doing really well in life, but mm-hmm. they go to court. She testifies their whole story. She even told him everything like about when he's like, you, you know, you're free now, bitch, and all of that stuff. And then um, and she called him my attacker the whole time. She did not use his name. She looked to him dead in his fucking face the whole time and told her story and would only say that he was charged with kidnapping, 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 <laughs> attempted murder, sodomy, rape, mayhem, and then like a few other ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. He is found guilty of everything, but it's 1979 probably by then. So what did he get, like 15 years? He got 14 years for all of it. He got one year for the rape. Wow. We were able to find that out. But 14 years, that was the max that he could serve for those charges during that time. 
So, and then, of course, he gets sentenced, and as she's walking by, you know, they're leaving court. He's like, I will be back to finish you off, bitch. Mm -hmm. Wow. After all of that. So, Did anyone hear that? uh, It didn't say. She just tells her story that way and says, when I was leaving after sentencing, he had said that to me. I'm sure people know, but Mm -hmm. they're also, they're not going to do anything. Um, Here's the other thing. This motherfucker, so she moves on with her life. 15 years later, he gets out. Like, she's now married. She's living a beautiful life. She she does... I, I should have looked a little bit more into what she does, but I'm sure she does a lot of victim and survivor stuff and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, he <laughs> couldn't find anywhere to live or do work because everybody knew who he was and what the fuck he did. Um, so he... Uh, I think he lived in Florida at that time. Or Yeah, he li- went, went back to Florida and his neighbors like were making his life a living hell. Fucking stupid. They should have bombed his house. Um, so he decided to move um, or he started moving around. Now, over the next couple years, he does a couple more prison stunts because of theft. So he's not really doing much else. He's just drinking, stealing shit. He did like a two year, another two year stint for theft. And then um, in 1997. So, yeah. Cause I'm like 78 to 88. That's 10. Yeah. 90. Yeah. So he's been out for a couple years. 911 reports come in of a woman screaming, some sort of domestic going on. And when the police show up, they find a woman stabbed to death in the apartment, <gasps> in his apartment. No, that she, motherfucker. She was a sex worker. So he hired her prostitute to come over. And that's then no excuse. Yep. And then, no, I'm just saying that's how they were together. Like they yeah. weren't dating. He just invited her over and yeah, stabbed her to death. Um, and so then he went to prison for obviously the rest of his life then. And he ended up dying in 2001 anyways. Good riddance. Um, she's an artist in Seattle. Okay. Artist. Okay. I knew it was something. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't comprehend how <laughs> it's really hard. It's always, I know a lot of us feel that way. Like why does our justice system have to be oh, so I love quote this. unquote fair she to just, everybody? Here's a quote. She says, although she mourns the Mourns for the woman who died, obviously. Yeah, right, in the apartment. The arrest and death of the man responsible has given her a tremendous feeling of freedom. Well, yeah, now he yeah. now he cannot do There's it There's no her way again. he'll come back. Because yeah. you can you imagine, even though you're married and moving on, you know he's out now. You know mm-hmm. he's out. Oh, oh, but, but that's you know, terrible. we'll have episodes God. coming up soon that'll be about laws because obviously a lot changed. Like the 90s hit and shit changed. You had DNA testing. You had all the fingerprint. They started, they knew a serial killer. Well, they had been about 10 years into the quote unquote serial killer thing and the FBI task force and all that. I stuff. really so feel like a lot serial more stuff killers have been around. People just they didn't just, yeah. notice. I mean, absolutely. 1800s, you can go back and have their serial. JJ Holmes was like that he serial killer. He is my that favorite has. serial killer. Oh, is he? He's my See, favorite. we'll have to do, yeah, I know we're going to do a bunch of episodes of stuff like that, but yeah, it's so crazy, but I'm so glad our laws have changed, even though still I don't think people deserve a trial. You don't deserve shit. You deserve absolutely no. nothing. I think a, a, a crime against a child a like cliff. that should just automatically be like one and done. Like you I, get I, I no, just don't get it because like do kidnapping, I didn't realize, was, was less way back then because kidnapping has always been, kidnapping is worth, you get more years for for kidnapping than murdering somebody. Sometimes, In most yeah. places, yeah. kidnapping is like held really. So it's crazy to me that only 14, and I'm sure most of that was the kidnapping. And then you've got the attempted murder, which probably is like a five year or something. 
And then the rape and stuff like that. They don't, those are, like I said, you got one year for that. The sodomy is probably nothing. That's terrible. So, wow. Fucking crazy, you guys. But yeah, to have I, your arms cut off, oh not bleed out, walk up a 30 foot thing takes you three hours you've already had a head injury and been drinking alcohol all like the past 24 hours that's so oh. wild but but just like the fact that she did like it have, makes I mean, you wonder if he like drugged her with some kind of drug and that's why like like, like did he did he like shoot her up with a speedball or something and that's no, why I she was able happened. to get it up the mountain so well no or? i think it happened so quick i think she was not laying like he literally said that to her she heard him drive off and then went You've got to get up. You cannot go to sleep. You can't. So it wasn't like she even spent a minute probably there before she was immediately like, I have and to get up and move. And it only took 10 days to find him. And once she, and she was able to shove her arms yeah, in the mud. And so I think then she realized like she was okay. She could move. She could stand up in a sense. Like, I think she just took step by step. And then she's just like, I have no choice. I'm not going to fucking die out here. Right. But it's sad. To, it hurts my heart that she was like, I don't want this to happen to anybody else. Like I would not be thinking about any other fucking person on this planet as I'm laying there dying. But she was like, I really did. I just kept thinking to myself, I have a chance. I can do this. I can survive. And then he won't be able to do this. Unfortunately though, he only gets 14 years and then he fucking stabs somebody else to death. That's terrible. Oh, but because she knew. So she tried, you know, and hell fucking yeah. Thank God that she's still alive and has her life because she tried her best to get him to never hurt anybody again. And you know what's so sad about this whole thing, too, is that this is just not it's not the first story like this either. No, No. you know what I mean? Like it's happened to so many people and it's Mm -hmm. like literally like by the grace of God. That they are still yeah, here. Yeah, the survivor, the I survive or whatnot, you know, on whatever channel, those ones, like, oh, they're insane. Like, what people, what, what people survive from other people doing it to them, but also other things. I cry but. so much when I watch those. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. So, yeah, what a badass bitch, you know? Like, hell yeah, Mary. I would hope to God that most of us would fight for our lives as, as however we could and not just give up. And especially, like, that is the most horrific thing I've heard Besides, you know, having it happen to somebody who eventually dies. Like, you don't hear a lot of people having arms chopped off and body parts chopped off and then living, you know, this horror story. It's, it, I mean, you don't hear about it. It happens sometimes. But sometimes it's like they chop off a hand mm-hmm. or something. You know, they don't throw you down a ravine and do all this crazy That's just shit. That's so wild to think about. Too, and, that you're, like... and that the human body could survive. She, she was half blood, half gone. She got to the hospital. They're like, you have lost half of your blood. Because it's only like 10% more or something. It's like 60, 60 something percent, maybe 70. Yeah, like, like once you, you lose that, you're dead. There's you're no done. way to go back. Like you have to have, but so she was, she was very close. But, That's insane. So yeah, you could think like three, four hours. So probably total, like walking around with her arms cut off, you know, probably five, six hours total, like from the time it happened, getting thrown down, walking around like the three, blah, blah, blah. blah. Ah. So I thought that story was really good. As soon as we I said Survivor, it. I was like, oh, I remember that oh. one. Because that one's always stuck with me. Just the way she described it. And oh, and I didn't even say, well, I said that her arm was attached. But she did say at one point she was able to look up and he's flinging his arm because he's trying to get her arm off his arm. That's and terrible. She's, like that's a fucking, like a true Could you life, imagine seeing that? Yeah. Like, like he what? And then he did what? And then your arm's oh, still attached right? to him. Like, what the fuck? That's oh, terrible. So, anyways, hope you guys enjoyed. Yes. And we hope you guys have a beautiful next week coming up. Absolutely. It's a new week. We've got this. <laughs> and we'll be back with another 
Yes. I don't remember what kind of story, we'll be, but we'll yeah. be back we with another tale back. next another week. Tells. Tells from us hot messes. Okay. Hopefully, we'll be less of a hot messes. Never doubt it. And we're out.